Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hi there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Series 8, Episode 35. Now again, Chris, a little bit of a quieter episode, but plenty going on. Where would you like to start? Well, Dave, I want you to address something, and it's a delicate situation, and I think we've all got a perspective from this, and... I'm sure there may be people agree or disagree with us, but Jack's obviously with his behaviour, there's been a little bit of press about his family have come out who control his Twitter page and said that you need to leave him be, basically quoting some ADHD stuff. Now, I know firsthand with stuff like that, Dave, I'm sure you've experienced it yourself. I'm not trying to put words in anyone's mouth, but with ADHD, it's a real fine and, and delicate subject. And it's something, thank God, that's in the public zeitgeist now. It's, it's out there. And I don't mean to be too serious in that, but I find it really difficult because I'll be honest, right? And, and this is genuinely honest. I've, I've, I've asked to be checked for ADHD about seven, eight months ago, but because of the NHS, the backlog and that, not that there's anything from it, and we've discussed it, it's more just to give me a bit of clarity on some of the ridiculous things I do. Maybe not say, Dave, we'll not go into that by the podcast, but uh, <laughs> but there is things there that I have traits of. So I'm looking into it and it's not a, I am right and he's wrong thing. But what I found difficult to believe with that is he's obvious that if he has ADHD and, and if, if they're using that as an excuse, it's fucking terrible if it's not true. But if he has ADHD, he's obviously never been told no because he thinks he's fucking stupid behaviour is is a past now it's not been mentioned at all or anything like that and he, he the tears were here tonight and everything but i just found it a bit of a cop out of him being honest dave I, I find it why has he come on the show why did his family let him put himself in this situation if they knew he was going to be so blunt and such an ass and cheat and that you know just completely be if if this is true completely unaware of is around why would they put the guy in the situations because when you've got idiots and things like that there's different forms of it Sometimes you just say what you're thinking, which would, could explain some of the outbursts without a doubt, but also these other traits to it as well. And, and I don't know, I'm finding it very hard to believe that is genuine and that is not to disparage anyone who's got ADHD or anyone who disagrees with me. I just don't, I just find it bullshit if I'm being completely honest. Look, he could have ADHD. I don't see what that's got to do with his shitty behaviour, to be no, honest. That's, that's what I was trying to say, really. You're right. Yeah. That's what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, but I think the... the the words that you were saying, it sounded like you were calling bullshit on his ADHD. A little bit, yeah. Is that not what? Yeah. All yeah, right, that is yeah. what you meant? Yes. Yeah. All right, okay. See, I I can believe that he's got it. I haven't seen, like, so my kids have been tested for, like, things like ADHD and stuff and, you know, uh, dyspraxia and all sorts. And it just, I, I I'm not that comfortable with some of these tests that go on yeah. and how they almost for me it almost pigeonholes people and it's like right you're now in this box so we need to put a little sticker on you and and you know treat you this way you know and, and I, I think certainly my daughter is she got this label and and she was sort of treating it like it was some disability and I'm yeah. like, it's not. It's just, you know, all of our brains are wired a little bit differently, 
you know, and I'm sure if you tested everyone, I'm sure I would, I would show up on some kind of spectrum somewhere. I am convinced of it, but that doesn't give me a pass for being a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I do that on my own accord. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) A great way of putting it, Dave. I think that that answers it. He's just being a twat, isn't he? Yeah, I don't fucking care if he has got ADHD. I, for me, that doesn't equate to his shitty behaviour. I I just think it's complete immaturity. He's not being called out. He's been getting away with serial cheating. He's going to get away with it here as well because Paige is going to let him off the hook at some point. Definitely, absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. So he's going to get away with it again. So he, he's just, you know, anything that he does, anything good that he does. You literally see that he's been advised, do this, you know, because that'll make it better. Even when he brings a coffee, he's like, brings a coffee, but then he's like, well, you can take it or not take it. I'm not asked. <laughs> yeah. it's like, for fuck's sake, there's just no humility or anything there. And so he thinks when he does this shitty thing, all he has to do is, you know, uh, show a bit of emotion, pretend that he's really sorry. about. Well, he doesn't even fucking pretend that he's really sorry about it. Just pretends that he really, well, I, I think he probably on some level does really like her, but just don't treat it like shit then. That's the lesson you should take from it. Yeah. And and I agree with that because it's that shit saying that's in a lot of these reality shows. And it came originally from, I think it was Geordie Shaw, which I, I watched from the start and watched loads of series. So it fell off and then got back on. But you say grafting all the time. I'm putting a graft in, I'm putting a graft in. And he said it straight away to the lads when he, when he'd come back from, when they come back from Casa Ramon, he was sat there and he's like, oh, I'm going to do a bit of grafting, lads. That's not what you do. Yeah. Don't fucking cheat. That's the best thing to do, mate. Even if you're tempted, don't fucking cheat. And you won't be in this situation, you dick, would you? So I, I just, I'm with you. Paige is going to take him back. It's took a fucking shit cup of tea, some fucking lipstick on the bed. And, and that's on it. the fucking on the bed, I know. And bog the napkin, roll, whatever wow. it was. I, I miss you, great. Did you wake up with it all over the pajamas or something? It's fucking bullshit. And if how long of, did it take him to do that? I, know, I mean, but, at least fucking thirty seconds. And that and that fucking drip, Andrew. Uh, let's go and do it now. Yeah, because you're a fucking cook, mate. Not a cock, a cook. He's an absolute dick, that lad. Like you're taking advice from a, a fucking well, an idiot, a fucking. Absolute muppet who one minute said he's going to give Tasha space and then goes and fucking sits with her all the time. Dave, yeah. unbelievable advice going on. And then Dammy, for some reason, he's the one giving Paige advice. Fuck a doodle do. <laughs> all three of those are just in shit corner for me. So we've Definitely. spoken about Jax for a bit now. Andrew, oh my oh, God, he's so infuriating freak. because. Tasha is loving this right now. So she's got the opportunity to play the victim. They, you know, they were up and down. They were never that settled all the way through. And now that we've had Tittygate, <laughs> she can really sort of play up to it. And, and Andrew's like, yeah, yeah, I'm really sorry. And can we hug it out? I was like, honestly, Chris, I wanted to reach through the TV screen and just give him a bit of a slap and just, Come to your senses, man. Just give us some fucking space. So I, I, after the public vote thing that I'm sure we'll get to a bit later, I don't know. You can quite often see how that messes with people's heads and that might have an influence. 
But um, yeah, Andrew was just being really super annoying. I'd kind of gone past the whole amusement. And you know, I don't go back generally and watch these shows, Chris, but uh, the explanation of Andrew <laughs> to Tasha about, great. oh yeah, I, I sucked a tail. I, I licked a tail or something, you know, whatever. <laughs> just, I must have watched that about 20 times. <laughs> just crying. It's so brilliant. <laughs> he's on He's on TikTok. The whole thing's on TikTok. Oh, really? And he, the way he says it, he goes, yeah, whatever, but, you know, sort of sucks in. But then he starts blaming everyone else. And I'm like... <laughs> You've done it, son. You've got the udders out. You were fucking there, fucking nuzzling on her nipples. You've got no fucking excuse. It was unbelievable. And Dave, he's a fucking absolute drip. I'm telling you, I've, I've said this, I haven't said it on this podcast, but there's a scene, I always say it, so I know you've heard it loads of times and I need to drag it out. And so it's a Monty Python scene. Bloke goes to the doctors with his missus. His missus, it's a 70s thing. His missus is a proper, like, 70s... I'm going to say fucking, it's not the right word, but you know, they did it as in like the, the dolly bird type thing, Dave, as he used to call it. She's there. The doctor <laughs> what were you going to say if you ended know. up with dolly bird? No, I was going to say that anyway, but he, he, he takes her in the doctor and says, just stand out there, please, sir. I'll get a look after your missus. And then basically as he's way with her and she's loving it, he's loving it. And then the massive, is it the fist or something used to come down and just punches him in the head as if to say, that's Andrew. Andrew would sit in a corner like Tasha do whatever he wants as long as he could cuddle at the end, Dave, or nuzzle her. He's an absolute... I'm sure these videos of that online you can watch, allegedly. But, Dave, I'm telling you, he's a cook, mate, an absolute cook. He's a dick, and I, I have nothing. He's so fucking desperate. I'm like, you are putting all your eggs in the wrong basket. And like you say... Tasha is loving it, Dave. She wasn't innocent in all of this, but because he continually keeps apologising and and fucking going, oh, I'm really sorry. It's like she has got all the power and everywhere she turns, she's breaking out in the fucking tears. It was Ekinsud, who's one of the other girls. I was like, I don't care about any of them. And then fucking she's there with Billy in bed. She's saying, I'm a bit confused. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm sure there was a fucking, there was a bit of a Davide. fucking milkshake going on there, Dave, but there you go. <laughs> Davide, though, you know, he, he just calls it out. He's like, look, you're sleeping on the day beds and she's cuddling up to Billy at night. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I don't think, I, I just love his honesty. He just comes out with these brutal truths, but because he, he delivers it in the, that Italian accent, it just, it, he kind of gets away with more than probably other people would. But oh, yeah, I, I do think that Andrew, you know, like I say, Andrew and Tasha and Coco, I put them all in the same bucket. They're, they're, they're all looking for this event, you know, to, to get something out of it. But, you know, Andrew just needs to learn sometimes just apologize, but then you've just got to walk away. You've got to apologize unreservedly. And then that's it. Don't be trying to say like, oh, it was because of this, because of that. And fucking, you know, who cares? It's, been done i still think it's an utterly bizarre detail to release yeah I you don't... know from coco <laughs> i i just think it, it's, it's just that it, it's so specific i'm sure there was more than the actual tit sucking that was going on but you know it, 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 she's put that out there on purpose and then when andrew was talking to coco and she, he was saying, uh, oh, yeah, I was a bit annoyed at the time, you know, the way it came out. She had this smirk on her face and she was like, oh, well, the truth always gets out. And I'm like, I'm like, does it? Does it? Like, <laughs> if you're a bit, you know, frisky between the sheets, does the truth always get out? I'm not sure it does, does it? 
Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. if you if you get with someone, yeah, that truth comes out. But I don't recall many occasions where I've been discussing with mates or something. So, oh yeah, yeah, we we were a bit uh, intimate, and uh, yeah, I was sucking her tits. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you were twelve or thirteen or something, Dave. I don't know, but uh... like Jay from the In Between, yeah, yeah Dave, I was fucking right there <laughs> <laughs> with the mum, the sister, the grand, yeah, everything. I tell you, I tell down you. the caravan side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i've got stories today but anyway not for this podcast but um i'll tell you you have gone off a little bit tonight dave now dammy's been on the fucking shit heap anyway but india she's not putting herself in glory she's falling for it dammy's chat is shit and he's going well you're the one and she, and she was a bit off at first she's like look i'm not i'm not fucking buying what you're selling and then she just completely went in Deezy, she fucked off. And he was brilliant, Dave. He was class. He just fucking mugged me off. He'd give it yeah. a, you know, have some self-respect for yourself. And she got a bit arsy and I'm like, but he's right. Obviously she did yeah. recouple with DJ, but she didn't kiss him. She said I had respect for you, but I wanted to explain everything. Dammy was just kissing a summer over and over again. But they, they're pretty much back together now. I know with the recoupling stuff, and we'll talk about that. It could potentially not happen, but I was like, he was being a sleazeball, damn it. But India's just gone down a bit in my estimation because she's there having it again, like pages. And I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, it's brilliant for, for us watching because we'd have, we've got nothing to fucking talk about otherwise. But I'm just like, come on, India, come on, Paige. Don't let them do this to you. Yeah, the, the India one, that did, that switch did happen really quick, didn't it? And yeah. Yeah, I, I like the way DG dealt with that as well. And Chris, I have to say, the Casamorians have fucking had a bit of a <laughs> shit time of it, haven't they? Casamorians, <laughs> it's fucking gaining, gaining traction, that. Oh <laughs> they have had a shit old time of it. And, you know, Paige seemed genuinely distraught with the whole thing that uh, when Jack's, the stuff with Jack's came out we haven't really seen the same thing from India and it's almost like it feels like it could be pre-planned Yeah, just because he's, he's not, maybe it's all happened off camera and we've just not seen it, but he hasn't done that much to apologize. And like the first night he came back, we heard India say, well, he's not spoken to me. And it was only when I can't remember who said, but it might have been Jax or Luca or something who was saying about, you know, India might still be interested. And he was like, oh, all right then. But then he was, you know, before that, he was all fucking Bertie Big Bollocks, wasn't he? He was like, oh, summer's yeah. not over. So I don't know. It's it's weird. And I, I tell you what, Chris, out of all of this, the weird little relationship that seems to be blossoming is actually Demi and Paige. I know. I've been keeping an eye on that. And it's a... Friends stage, but yeah, interesting. It, it's weird about how, like, Paige can be all full of tears at what Jack's done. She can't believe it. And then when Dammy talks about the stuff that he's done, it's funny. You know, and I'm sure I don't want to go over old ground because I think I called that out yesterday, but it, it just, it's weird. She just switches and she finds it really funny. And it's like, well, it's almost like Dammy's telling you what you know what Jacks had done. Dammy coupled up and was kissing people on the first night, wasn't he? So yeah. all the way through, he had 
fucking great five days. <laughs> no one enjoyed Casa more more than Dari did. So it's weird to me how Paige does find that funny, but she does seem to. And I kind of feel like if if we were seeing these conversations or, or similar conversations between them two in the first couple of weeks, I think they'd be a couple and I think we'd be rooting for them. Yeah, because she did cuddle him at one point in the room. I know they're all friends in that day, but she did cuddle him. And I thought that it was sort of like a split second thing. Is they're all, you know, and they're all getting ready for the evenings, like get together and everything. And I was like, there's someone there, but he's Dave, he's a vice as shit. He is, he is snaking her a little bit because he's sort of still sticking up for Jack's in the boy code. And I'm like, he is, he is, he's she been. Doesn't, she doesn't reckon, because I think his advice is good, but I do think his advice has an agenda. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 yeah 100%. 100%. It's just off for me. But why would she take advice from him after what he's done to one of her friends? Unless she's not a friend, a fan of India. I don't know. I, 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 she was even laughing when he said I copped off with, um, who, who is he with? Um, Summer. When he was with Summer. Summer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and even, even, and she's laughing, going, oh, damn it. And I'm thinking, I'm gone. You're going mad at Jake here for doing the same. But it's all funny because he's, you know what I'm thinking? Is the, an ulterior thing there we've not seen. I don't know. I don't, this is just me yeah. surmising there, Dave. But it seemed a bit off. But I tell you what, Dave, I tell you what I was really upset with tonight, actually. I, I actually had a tear, brought a tear to my ear. It was that bad, Dave. And it's an ear, ear. A tear to my ear, Dave, because she is fucking drones on so much. Danica and Josh are no more. I was so upset. And then she even tried and say, oh, hang on a minute. He's like a, a friend. And I'm like, Danica, he doesn't like you. He's got you to get him into the villa. He's brought you in. She even tried to backtrack and was a bit desperate on it. And I'm like, Danica, just, no, don't. It's over. Stop interviewing and interrogating people. You'd have a chance, but she doesn't. I just don't get it. I don't. She's a pretty girl, Dave. She's really pretty. And it's like, she just needs to chill out and relax. And that'll come with age, I suppose. But she's so intense, isn't she? And, and matter of fact, and when they were saying a, the other people were saying to her, you need to go and have a chat and blah, blah, blah. She went, oh, better go and have a chat then. I'm thinking, well, you're not chatting to him now. He's the guy you're with. I didn't, I, I don't know whether she understands the, the idea of Love Island Day, but it's certainly not working for her. <laughs> it is weird because when I see these conversations, like normally, you know, on the other side, you know, so when, like when Billy was saying to Paige and he was like, can you guess my birthday? And she said some random fucking day. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, how did you do that? Oh, you must be psychic or something. You know, and I'm like, fucking hell. But yeah. kind of you expect something on that scale with Love Island, don't you? You expect a bit of flirty banter. You expect a bit of bullshit, you know, in terms of like just being in that flirt mode. Whereas she doesn't have a flirt mode, I don't think. And I, I, I was watching these conversations and I was thinking like, you know, I think I'd appreciate working with Danica because of the way she communicates. It like in, It's like she's communicating in work. It's like she's working for HR and she's telling you all the reasons why you're not getting your bonus this year or something. I, it just, it, yeah, it's something it's about the way she speaks, and and it's it's a strange one. I don't think I've seen it on this show before, but it is fascinating because I can't, other than drawing analogies to work, I can't really put my finger on it what she's doing wrong because, like you say, you look at her and you're thinking, God, boys should be falling over themselves, but then 
it's just something I think about the way she communicates that just switches people off. Yeah, I think so. And, and that's a good segue that day for the next, well, the last person I want to talk about is um, this little thing with this Billy again. You know, he's, he's keeping his options <laughs> yeah. open with Gemma. I'm loving it because it's absolutely riling Luca up. But I think that there is a reason why Gemma's not really assured Luca. There's a reason she's right. She's allowed to talk to whoever she wants. It doesn't mean that she wants to jump all over him or vice versa. But I do think, Dave, that she's getting a bit of the ick with Luke. And I think she she wants to try and show him that you've got to stop being so possessive. So I don't think she's reassuring him for a reason. I think she's almost looking for a way out because not that he's Billy, but I just think she's sick of that possessive way he interrogates her when she's had one conversation with a guy. Someone says to her, can you pass me the tomato sauce? Hang on, why didn't you ask me? You know, he's, he's always got, he's always looking for the bad in the relationship, maybe he's been really hurt. I mean, judging by the stuff we've read about him, he's a fucking serial cheater, but sometimes it's the ones who cheat like that have been hurt, so they do get in there first. I don't know, but it just felt like she was trying to teach him a lesson to say, look, will you shut the fuck up interrogating me? You're going to ruin this relationship without actually having that conversation with him. I could be wrong, but that's how I saw it. Yeah, I think I think she's just coming to the end of her tether with him a yeah. little bit. Yeah. She's just like... You know what? I, he's been giving off these little red flags, and I don't think she's picked up on all of them. You know, even going back to uh, the whole conversation, you know, when Dammy was doing his mind trick thing, and uh, it, uh, he was guessing that Gemma, you know, might couple up with someone else. If so, if Mister Perfect for her walked in, you know, would she entertain coupling up? And she said something like, "Yeah, you're not wrong," or something like that. And then he was sat there in the calling with a sulk on. And, you know, when he eventually confronts her, he is a bit arsy. He's showing himself there. But then she's like, well, if you're going to be a dickhead, I'm going to walk off then. And then he's like, oh, where are you going? You know, and he switches. He puts the face back on and he goes into, well, it's all just, yeah, it's fine. It's a bit of a joke in it. I'm a bit of a lad. And I, I just don't think he, he can keep the mask up for that long. And I think she's just getting a bit fed up with it because she doesn't suffer fools gladly. No. And I no. think, you know, the whole thing with Billy, I thought Billy knew exactly what he was doing as well because he, he's going on about, you know, she said something about friends can't hug or something like that. And he gets a bit closer, you know, and he's like, oh, why? <laughs> it's like Luca, meanwhile, is stewing, uh, watching it all. And, you know, she's picked up on, can you see where the bin bags, uh, bin bags, the bean bags are, you know, in their positions so he can keep an eye on her. She's not going to put up with that. Now, w- will they be able to keep it going for the next few weeks until the end of the show? Maybe. But at some point, she's going to see through it and that he's a bit of a possessive uh, type. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And it's, Dave, it's brilliant, isn't it? Because in Discord tonight, we're all like, oh, this is what we need. And you did get called out, Dave, as the actual the one who loves the most. Oh, the I, shit. I think I called the myself you, out. I was like... <laughs> you you read into something I'd not even seen tonight. And I was like, holy shit, your mind worked. Even me, Mr. Fucking jump in there with my hobnail boots you really were so um oh, the way you, you, you pulled it apart i was like holy shit this guy's fucking unbelievable not that i say that much about you dave but you know it's unbelievable what you you were thinking i was like that is so oh. fucking clever honestly it was good mate i i, I actually doffed my cap to you 
I don't actually remember what it was. Though. I thought you were talking about the inappropriate thing that I said. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, we don't say them on the podcast, Dave, but there you go. <laughs> it was your, I don't know if it was the Billy thing or something. It was something he said and I'd not seen it. And I was like, oh, he's so right. He was silly bringing the drama. It was, it was excellent. Anyway, I'll give you that, mate. <laughs> well, I'll take the credit, even though I have no idea what it was for. <laughs> you know, but seeing as we're dishing out a bit of credit, Chris, you know who my favourite couple is right now? I know who they are, Dave, because the mine as well. They're the only ones left, aren't they? No. But Davide and Ekinsu, you just can't argue right now they're having a good time of it. Now, come movie night, Chris, whether that is tomorrow or the night after, and we see a little bit of what happened with George, uh, that might not continue. But right now, I think they're looking pretty good. I do. I do. I think I think they are, to be honest, Dave. Uh, right, listen, Dave, we've had three emails. One of them's a cracker. Well, they're all crackers, to be fair. I shouldn't say that. They're all crackers. But first one's from Zoe, Dave. And she's put, hi, Chris and Dave. And it's entitled, you're welcome. Love the podcast and really enjoy our banter on Facebook. This, but this is my first time emailing. I thought I'd turn my hand as a criminal intelligence analyst to something far more important than crime rates here in Queensland, Australia. <laughs> present you with a graph predicting which movie night reveals will cause the most drama. You're welcome. I admit to being an early reality radar sceptic, but I've been impressed with your accuracy since David A. Nekinsu recoupled. Shame, then, that it will all go tits up when moving. It hopefully reveals Ekinsu giving George a nocturnal happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of tits, I've separated the now infamous tit-sucking incident into sucking of both tits and one tit. And as there was some conjecture by Luke and the boys as to the exact nature of said sucking, I'm especially hopeful that Cheyenne commenting on Jack's Woody in the pool is revealed because it might be the final straw for Paige if she's wavering by that point. I've included the now obligatory separation of snogging in the bed and out of the bed. As Islanders all appear to agree that in the bed is the greater offence. I've also included the new category of snogging in the pool because, according to Tasha, this is also worse than just plain out-of-the-bed snogging. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoy the graph and keep up the awesome work. All the best, Zoe. So, Dave, we've got... I'll put them in colour. So, we'll start with the least, you know, offensive. So, snog out of the pool is in light blue. I'm going to put this on Facebook, by the way, guys, as well. Snog in pool, based on the Tasha rule, is a little bit bluer, Dave. Snog in bed, we're getting... Sort of, unfortunately, Manchester City blue. Getting erection in pool is a proper navy blue. <laughs> Nick, nipple licking, one or both, is yellow. Sucking on tit, singular, is orange. <laughs> <laughs> well, almost a gold colour. Sucking on tits, plural, is orange, and under the cover hand job is red. I dread to think if any goes any further, Dave. We're going to end up blowing the page up, but there you go. So that is amazing. Thank you, Zoe, for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I keep thinking of when when we get to the whole sucking on tits thing? It's like I, you'll have seen American Pie 2 and the, um, yes. the girl when- who... Yes. <laughs> Dependent. No, 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 not the bit that you're thinking about. But where he's taking lessons off the band camp girl, <laughs> and like she's trying to teach him and stuff, and and she's talking about you know, uh, she says like, "Can you grab my breasts?" 
and then he just does it like he's examining her or something. And then he's like, does it matter like clockwise, anti-clockwise? <laughs> it's like this, this kind of lesson type thing. And it, I don't know why. I just keep thinking of that scene when, uh, especially when I hear Andrew t- trying to explain it away. It's unbelievable. And you're right, Dave. Right. I thought, yeah, I didn't you, you, were think, you were thinking of now you. <laughs> <laughs> one night in band camp. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the next one is from a, um, another first time emailer. This is from Matilda. She wrote, Hi, I'm from Sweden. I finally found your absolute amazing reality cast, and I can't wait for every episode. Love Island is like a drug. And even though this season is total rubbish, I'm stuck in this freaking mess. First of all, I agree with everything you say about Jax, Jax, Jax. You spell it three different ways. I fucking know, yeah. <laughs> She's put, I fucking know. I miss your honey bun. Come on. <laughs> he didn't even come up with these gestures himself, that loser. I see all of the girls grafting back and my stomach hurts every time. And also one of the most toxic person in there just floating around is Luca. He's the worst friend. His support to everyone sucks and boyfriend of and boyfriend of all Love Islanders and he can stop making faces to Tash. This is not Love Island anymore. It's kindergarten island. Love what you're doing. I'm so happy. I finally have a reason to keep watching. Best regards, Matilda. So it's another cracking email. Yeah, absolutely. It's kindergarten island. And you know what, Chris? <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> well, Dave, we've got one here from Mika again. He says, hi, guys. What the hell is going on with Love Island? How come each and every couple is about to get back together? Why even bother with Casa Amore? And I agree with that. Why are they then people still on the show? The only one still involved in some kind of storyline is Billy. The rest is furniture. A new rule for the next season. Every Casa Amore person is thrown out if they only got with the people for the ticket to the main villa. Well, that usually happens every series. I think that's what Josh has just done. It looks to me like some clever management company must have done the rounds on Insta and sold the Liam formula of winning. To every little prick for Love Island. <laughs> Couple of pearly. <laughs> every likely pick. Likely pick. Oh, little, little pick. I was just getting away. I was thinking of fucking uh, Jacks. Freudian and slip. Yeah, I was thinking of Jacks and everything. Sorry about that. For every likely pick for Love Island, couple of pearly for some heartbreak and romance. Have your partner stolen and win them back. Test yourself, aka cheating Casa Amor for more heartbreak. Win your partner back again after some groveling. Oh, so romantic and win the show and the best exposure you can have. And that's it. That's exactly what I think they're going for. Anyway, we didn't talk about this, Dave. So you should put this in the next bit. Opposed to most people, I wasn't thrilled to have Adam Collard back in as if we needed even more toxic masculinity. Yes, the other boys will get a bit of a reality check, but is anyone in production considering the women to be more than side pieces? Yes, Adam is probably a gift to the women, just like Davide. (laughs) The only positive thing that comes to mind is that Adam might steal Gemma from Luca and will get rid of that bunny boiler soon after. (laughs) I didn't say that. (laughs) If Gemma can handle a fucker like Jax for eight months when she was only 16, 17, she should surely handle an uber cock like Adam for a few weeks or he'll pick Paige. He'll have a heart broken again unless she only feigned interest to get back at Honey Bun Jacks. I don't want him to meddle with Ekinsu and Davide, though. They're the only couple left that is fun to watch. Good old Davide has turned out to be super likable, despite the ego and everything. Proper Italian lad, a bit full of himself, but charming as fuck. Looking forward to the podcast tonight's episode, and let's hope we get rid of some of the extras, Micah. So, <laughs> cracker, Dave. That thing with Lucas, fucking brilliant. But, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we have got a couple more. We've got a couple from Tom and Daniel. We have indeed. Daniel, Dave. <laughs> we've got that many. I apologize. Uh, Daniel's is a quick one. He says, quick question for you for the pod. Is Danica the most pointless contestant of all time? I think we've answered that one. There's <laughs> been bad ones before, but not ones that have had so much airtime. Girl has zero chat. Cheers, Dan. So, yeah, I think we've we've said that one a few times, Dave. Yeah. Absolutely a few times. So Tom's one says, yes, it's Coco's fault. Hi, guys. I'm just going to get straight to the point and ask, what the fuck are the housemates thinking when they say to the newbies, I don't have a problem with you. It's not your fault. Everything is their fault. The latest one is Tasha saying it to the reality TV girl, Coco. Of course it's her fault. She gave up her role in Maths UK to play the part of a relationship landmine in Love Island. Her only intention was to go in and break up a couple. Andrew's not innocent, but he was the weakest link and he's very easily influenced. The girls knew a couple of Proseccos and he's anyone's. And don't get me started on why anyone's going to Dammy for advice, let alone Paige. All in all, a glorious mess that's only going to get messier. Look forward to seeing the vote results on Sunday. So a great email, that, Tom. Thank you, mate. And it's true. That's very true that day. Because I thought even like tonight's episode when Coco was saying to Andrew, well, I had to say it. And and, and it, it didn't make sense. It was purely, she did the right thing. She was a woman scorned. He was a dickhead. Why shouldn't she drop him in it, mm. Dave? She has no she has no horse in that race. So I totally get it. And otherwise, we wouldn't have had the glorious tick gate at the end of the day, <laughs> would we? So. <laughs> it is a weird one, isn't it, for the Casamorians, Chris? Uh, <laughs> you know, they've got a limited amount of time. And it's going to be very rare that you just, you know, you meet someone under cameras. So, you know, these aren't the OGs who've had, you know, the first couple of weeks to get used to the fact that there's all the cameras there and stuff. These guys come in and then they've been watching the show. So they're meeting them in real, these mini celebrities, if you like, in real life. They're trying to create a connection, but whether they do or whether they don't, you know, they, they want it. They know what the career after looks like now. So, you know, they, they have to kind of force that connection. So I don't know if we've, certainly I haven't seen a, a previous season where there's been so many misses. Like it's just, they're all just cast aside and it's all the OG couples now. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. And there is a separation in the villa, Dave, because none of the, the yeah. casts are more, or as Sam, I, I tried to tell Sam about it. And she was going somewhere, doing in the Casa Morons, and I was like, "Well, yeah, that probably would well, have been that's better. good as well." To be fair, pretty, pretty good. Um, so the, I'm going to call them the Casa Morians Morons, Dave, just to just to be awkward. Uh, no, Casa Morons is good because I've seen loads of people say that, Dave. So I'll give you that one. But I think they're the guys. They're not talking to the other guys. I've not seen one conversation with DJ or anything. I know Billy's there, but Billy doesn't seem to talk to Luca or any other guys, even though he's, he's, he's flirting around the girls. I know obviously editing takes a part in that, but when the girls are doing the balcony bollocks, the debrief every morning, none of the cast, because she even said it, Tasha, she went that girl when, and Coco, she pans to Coco in bed, doesn't it? So they must feel awkward if they're not going up there. Cause usually everybody embraces everybody who comes in, don't they? You know what I mean? So I it does take a little bit of time. I, I think it takes a while, more than a couple of weeks, usually, for them to properly, you know, have everyone integrated. There's there's always these cliques. Oh yeah. I mean they they they've been in there for six weeks, haven't they now? Yeah. So they they're gonna have the favorites in that. But 
I'm sure people have been a bit more hospitable than, than what they are. There's only Coco who mm. Tasha should have a problem with. The other girls have done her no harm. So I, I didn't I didn't pick up that. And the guys as well, you know, I watched some of the extra stuff. I didn't watch it properly, but there was a few bits where they were all interacting a little bit as well. So it isn't all thingy, but the way they've painted it is like there's a real separation between everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. And also get over to Facebook, Chris and A's Reality TV Cast, and get over there, join guys, and just get involved in the chat. It's some really, really good stuff. And I promise we're going to get this storefront in Australia sorted. There's been a few problems. Lorraine's been trying a few times to buy one of the T-shirts. And I, I did a video today to try and... Make it, you know, so it worked and it did seem to work my end, but it's not working on people in Australia. So I think we're just going to bite the bullet and open a completely different store so you can get the merchandise. So apologies, but it is coming, guys. Um, so today's roll call of honour is Kent Gustafson, Luckily Green, Lauren Haley, Hennessy Susan, Priscilla Didi, Libby, Helen, Joanna, Amy, Noreen, Jacqueline, Neve, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Tom, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, and Gavin. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support, past and present. We really appreciate it. Brilliant, Chris. So thanks for very much for indulging me in some chat again. And thanks, everyone out there, for listening. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.